This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 675, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, May 1st. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is our Comic Reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, May 1st. Thanks for joining and for downloading this episode. Uh, so let's jump right in, why don't we? Um, so I'm recording this on May 10th, so it's already been a few days after new comics have already come out. But before we can really enjoy the comics of May 8th, we should really look back one last time at May 1st. Um, so the books I will not be talking about, but they come out that I at least want to give mention to. Uh, there was, uh, let's see, Super Sons. Um, so Adventures of the Super Sons, Age of X-Man, Prisoner X, Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, number one. That's not confusing as numbering goes. Uh, Champions, Cosmic Ghost Rider Destroys Marvel History, DC's Year of the Villain Special, Deceased, number one, Deathstroke 43, Domino, Hot Shots, uh, Female Furies, Harley Quinn, Justice League, Major X, Marvel Team Up, Meet the Scrolls, Matt Savage Avengers, Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider, Spider, sorry, Star Wars, Age of Rebellion, Han Solo, Star Wars, The Dreaming, the Green Lantern, The Punisher, War of the Realms, War of the Realms, Strike Force, The Dark Elf Realm, and Young Justice. There's a lot of books. That's uh, like 25 books or something. So what did I have a chance to read? Well, I read uh, a relatively small number of books, only about five. Uh, so I'll talk about them now. First up, we have Amazing Spider-Man 20.HU. Uh, so this is another of these uh, HU kind of one-shots, uh, kind of uh, filling in some of the blanks or adding some extra characterization. Uh, this particular one is by Nick Spencer and Corey Smith on pencils. He has Mark Morales on inks and Eric Arseniega on colors. Oh, I'm, I'm apologizing for uh, butchering that. And this is about uh, the Vulture. Um, and th- this is, you know, kind of a, an interesting... There's been a lot of different takes on the Vulture and who he is as a person and how evil he may or may not be. But this is definitely an interesting one. I, I still don't... Li- as much as I understand the design of the Vulture costume now to have that kind of bubble to protect his head and neck, um, I just don't like it aesthetically, but I understand the need for it. Um, so we have a bit of a recap here uh, to understand, you know, where how he ended up in this in this area, how he was taken out, and then we have him meeting up with Arcade, which is an interesting. It's just interesting to see Vulture interact with other villains because we don't actually see it that often where he's actually speaking and and having a bit of an interaction. Now, a lot of it is just Arcade talking at Vulture, but it is interesting. And, uh, you know, the Arcade is, is kind of setting something up and wants... Uh, is They're definitely leading to something, and the idea here is to manipulate um, Vulture... Uh, to assist them in, in creating, you know, this, these optimal conditions. Uh, so I like that. And then we have Mother by Nick Spencer and Tyler Crook, which is about vermin and uh, kind of leads into where we see that character in terms of there's being multiple vermins now. Don't really like that uh, aspect of the story. I, I found, I don't know, I, it just wasn't really for me. I The vermin character has been... I, I can't say overused, but like I've read a lot of Berman stories, but I feel like he's not an actually overused character. It's just there have been there was a period where he was very well used um, back when De Mateus was writing the book, and then ever since then really hasn't been used at all or very very rarely. Um, so here we're kind of bringing the character back. I don't really like. Again, the artwork, I think, for me didn't really work. It was, at times, grotesque, at times, overly kitty, or not even kitty, but just had weird expressions on characters' faces. Uh, like, I couldn't quite decide the tone it wanted to uh, nail. Uh, the main story has much more enjoyable artwork. It's much more standard fare, but I thought it was very enjoyable, and the colors of that were really strong at kind of uh, driving home the point. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I think I'm going to give this a six. You know, it's not bad. It's not great either. It's just kind of there. 
Uh, it definitely adds a little bit extra information on what uh, the vulture is doing, and adds a little bit, you know, further dimension to those proceedings, which I did find interesting. Uh, next up, we have Batman number seventy. This is written by our uh, good friend, not good friend, because we're not actually friends with him, but uh, for everyone's everyone's friend, Tom King. Um, he wrote this particular issue as we finally have uh, Batman escaping from the nightmares, and he's on his way to try and you know find Bane. And he's going through Arkham, and he's just kind of taking out everyone. I really liked it. Um, I did find it was interesting artistically. It's by Mikel Yannon and Jorge Fornes. And these guys could not have different, more different styles. Fornes, I would almost say, has more of like a Lee Weeksian style. Um, actually, before I looked it up, I actually thought it was Lee Weeks. Just the way the Batman looks, looks more like a man as opposed to like this... You know this giant creature, like Mikhail Yannon's Batman is is big and 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 forbidding, and the one by um, the other artist here, um, Fornes, looks less intimidating, but more like maybe not even Lee, Lee Weeks meets David Masekeli from uh, Year One, like just uh, a Batman who's not necessarily larger than life anymore, but just kind of a man. Um, it's, this is an exciting issue as he kind of goes through all the different villains that are in uh, Arkham, uh, because now that he's escaped the nightmares, he's you know he's 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 on the path, he's on the he's he's ready to get out and escape, and he's going to endure. And uh, I found this incredibly engaging, very enjoyable. Um, you know, it maybe it doesn't get a lot of plot across, but you get a lot of good fight scenes, and you just really feel for the Batman character. Um, and, and you get it's just it's it's thrilling. It really is thrilling. I thought this was great. I'm gonna give this a eight and a half out of ten. Next up is uh, Dead Man Logan. Um, now this was interesting just because it's it's so different. Like we had a totally different story. And I, I when it first kind of came up or when we first had this series, I didn't realize it was gonna be basically two separate stories because you know the first six issues are its own story and one I really enjoyed. And now he's back in the wastelands and. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's very different and, uh, he's kind of, you know, tromping along and I'm not really sure how we're supposed to feel about this or the character. And there's some weird things that happen with him, which definitely fits the, you know, the, uh, kind of weird dystopian era of the wastelands. He ends up getting, uh, getting saved and, um, you know, that's cool by Danny Cage. I was not as, I did not enjoy this nearly as much as I did the first, you know, few issues. I think um, we'll have to see where the rest of the series goes. I was still interested, um, but I was not nearly as as invested, I think. I was much more invested in the first, you know, half of the series. Uh, it, it just... It, I didn't know where it was going to go, and I was excited to see how they were going to get there, and now I'm a little bit less interested. Um, but not to say I'm not caring. It just... It doesn't quite tickle my fancy in the same way. It's still by Ed Brisson. Got Mike Henderson in art. Uh, it's enjoyable, but not nearly as strong in my estimation. I would give it a, a you know, probably about a six. Um, you know, not my not my favorite thing I've read. Uh, next up is Deadpool. This is issue number twelve. I don't actually even usually read Deadpool. I'm not even sure if I read the issues right before it. Started by Scotty Young, art by Scott Hepburn, and um, oh yeah, I was, I was like, what was this issue about? Like, sometimes you read too much. Uh, so you're up against the Good Knight character. Uh, I actually like the, the backstory issue with with the Good Knight. I found this issue less interesting. Uh, it's interesting too because the, the Good Knight was like so formidable. He was in the shadows doing all this crazy stuff, and now, you know, when we have him actually kind of alive and fighting, I find him a lot less interesting. And his connection with Weasel's fine. Um, 
Yeah, uh, it it was okay. I was I thought last issue was a lot stronger uh, in terms of the good night character. Felt just the issue just was felt like it lacked a little. It wasn't. It didn't really grab me. It didn't really pull me in. Last but not least, we have Uncanny X Men seventeen. Um, so this is, there's a the death of a character. Uh, so this is part one of We Have Always Been. Artwork by Matthew Rosenberg. Sorry, written by Matthew Rosenberg. Artwork by Carlos Gomez. Colors by Guru FX. And um, for the most part, I thought this this worked in terms of the the artwork. Um, so here we have two kind of parallel stories. You have the X Men burying Wolfsbane at the same time. You have Wolverine and uh, I guess was it Quinon. Um, you know, trying to find out how how Wolfsbane died, and uh, it's it's pretty brutal. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of a crazy issue, like two very different tones. Um, you have kind of the more somber tone of the um, the funeral, and then you have you know this this uh, this flashback that leads to Wolfsbane's death, and then Wolverine just you know deciding that he's gonna you know kill these people. He gives them weapons. And then he's going to attack them. And then one shows up. Um, kind of crazy. And the end of the issue... Now, first of all, you have Scott and Logan kind of fighting each other here. And I didn't really need this. Um, I feel like I kind of like that they were kind of working together again and not really hashing out old issues. And I just feel like I didn't want to go back to that well. And that's kind of what we have here. And they're, they're coming, coming to blows and fighting each other. And I just didn't really care for that. Uh, what I did like, however... Is um, and I don't even know how Juggernaut's here or why Juggernaut's here or maybe I missed something here. Uh, but Juggernaut, Juggernaut is here and he mentioned something and everyone's like, "Who the hell is Emma Frost?" And that I thought was a cool kind of like, "What? How do they not know who Emma Frost is?" Especially Cyclops. So um, that that was definitely interesting. I'm going to give this issue maybe a six and a half out of ten. There's nothing I really loved this week except for uh, Batman. I thought Batman was great. Everything else was kind of middle of the road. Uh, looking forward to next week. That uh, some of the books I'll be talking about next time. Uh, they will include uh, well I'm definitely going to be talking about Captain America because I've already read it some of the books that come out on or came out I should say on May 8th include Age of Conan Bellet Queen of the Black Coast Age of X-Men Apocalypse and the Extracts Batman and the Outsiders Captain Marvel Catwoman Conan the Barbarian Detective Comics Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man Hawkman Invaders Justice League Odyssey Marvel's Annotated Number 3 Red Hood Outlaw Savage Sword of Conan and I'm loving that book Shazam Spider-Man Deadpool Star Wars Age of Rebellion Bubba Fett Star Wars Dr. Aphra Supergirl Symbiote Spider-Man The Batman Who Laughs that's fifth of uh, six issues The Flash starting a year one storyline The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl The Unstoppable Wasp uh, War of the Realms, Journey into Mystery, War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, Wonder Twins, Wonder Woman, and X-Force. Whew, that is a lot of books. So I'll be talking about some of those on our next Reviews episode, which will be episode 677. Our next episode, 676, will be uh, me sitting down with Eric Anthony once again to go through uh, the Marvel Book Catalog for books that are coming out later this year. Um, so that will be coming out probably in about a day or so. Um, that was a... I go into those episodes always thinking it's not going to be that long and thinking, oh, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk for, you know, maybe an hour. It was like a two-hour episode, just like the last one was. Uh, but we were talking books coming out from, you know, September to December this year. So uh, it was definitely a fun conversation, and uh, you can look forward to seeing that in a couple of, in probably tomorrow. So thanks again for listening to this episode, and uh, if you want to email me, you can do so at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.